Welcome to level 24 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast, your video game podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we're playing and what's in the news. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your co-host with the most Wonder Rob coming at you live. Well, semi-live. And on the line with me are two of my best friends in the metaverse. The flabby tabby of our podcast. Vactor. Oh, yeah. Meow. And that pretty city kitty, Jeff W. <laughs> and I'm your little kitty cat, Wonder Rob. <laughs> Where was this intro when we were reviewing Stray? We're talking about Stray today. Oh, yeah. We're going to keep talking about Stray. Uh, two out of the three of the hosts of this podcast have beat Stray because we are true gamers. Sorry, I'll let you... Jeff. Yeah, sorry, Jeff. So we're going to talk <laughs> about that. Our full thoughts now that the game has been beaten thoroughly <laughs> at the end of the podcast. But before that, we're going to do, you know, all the things we like to do. We're going to talk all the latest in video game news. And we're going to do a fun get to know you sesh. But before we do that, even before all that, I have to tell you, I am legally required to tell you, you need to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever. But if you do it on Apple Podcasts, I am, again, also legally required to tell you that you need to leave a written review on there praising our show because it does two things. Number one, it helps the algorithm, right? It gets us up in those numbers and that's what's important. And number two, it makes you feel like a good person. It'll give you a little bit of a little bit of joy in your meaningless, worthless existence. If you, the <laughs> listener, <laughs> give us just a little bit of props on Apple Podcasts. So do it and check out Sandbox Gamers on YouTube. But I'll tell you more about that at the end of the podcast as well. All right. So before we get into our our brand new thoughts on Stray and all the latest video game news, we're going to do the get to know you topic. I like to say this every week. This is a disclaimer. I do not read these questions before I read them out loud. I like my opinion to be fresh. And here it comes. This week's get to know you video topic is who is the most firm at Reading comprehension, everybody. <laughs> Who is the most famous person you've been in a room with while you were thinking about playing video games? <laughs> all right. All right. I like where you're at. I like where your head's at. Okay. Usually I start with Jeff W., but I'm going to start with the VAC attack himself since he came up with this question. Factor, tell me who's the most famous person you've been in a room with while thinking about playing video games. Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, the way that I am now with video games and comic books and geek culture, that's how I was with basketball, with professional basketball. And I actually wanted to be a professional basketball player. Okay. So you're never going to believe this, but Wonder Rob's favorite basketball player of all time. Go right now. Oh, uh, Charles Barkley. I was in a room with Charles Barkley and he was very nice very nice guy um my dad actually got me tickets to a celebrity golf tournament uh -huh. um, he knew like the guys that were putting it on because actually this is in japan i forgot to say uh, my dad was in the air force grew up in japan 
and all over the place. But <laughs> Charles Barkley in Japan. <laughs> these doorways are small. <laughs> I can't get through none of these. <laughs> yeah, they were actually Terrible. in town for doing. Uh, they were doing a celebrity basketball game, and so they were just playing golf uh, with the guys from the military. And so my dad, he comes to my room at like six a.m., wakes me up. I'm a, I'm asleep. Hey, we gonna go see Charles Barkley. Go get dressed. Hey. <laughs> and then he ran out the room. <laughs> so I woke up. I was, I was like, you know, going crazy, like Charles Barkley. Ah. So, uh, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, what should I grab to, for him to sign and stuff like that? And then we drove like 30 minutes to the golf course. And I didn't get to, so they played a whole game of golf. Uh, and I was the caddy, but not for Uh-oh. Charles Barkley, for. A baseball player who I don't know his name, but he was a professional baseball player. And Clyde Drexler, who also played with Charles Barkley on the Houston Rockets. He was on the Portland Trailblazers. That was one of the nicest guys I've ever met, Clyde Drexler. I got to drive him around. I was in the cart with him. So we went all 18 holes, and I was driving him around. Um, So he he talked to me the whole time. Really nice guy. Um, And then Barkley went off with my dad. And I wish I had recorded it because my dad came back with a story that, hey, we got free tickets for the celebrity basketball game because I made Charles Barkley mad and he called me the F word and he gave us free tickets. So long story short, we're going to the game tonight. So we ended up- (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) We ended up going to the basketball game. Which F word did he call your dad? <laughs> uh, it's another name for a bundle of sticks. But anyway, oh my god, uh, burning bridges. All right, Charles Barkley, not cool. That's that's a that was a ninety-two. Charles oh, that's in light of his latest clip where he's very supportive. You know, yeah. Come on. Come on. I love. Are you LGBTQ? I love you. I love y'all. And if they don't like it, fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. My dad got his tickets, and we actually went, and uh, Shaquille O'Neal was there. That Shaquille O'Neal is the biggest human I've ever seen in my life. Like, mm-hmm. not only tall, but wide as well. Uh, there was a ton of players. Sean Kemp was there. Like, ton of famous basketball players. So that was a very nice experience. I also met this another famous basketball player I met. I and When we were in Korea, my dad, it, this is a side story, but my dad posed as me on the radio. Hi, my name is Trit. And oh god. <laughs> he answered a trivia question. Uh I forgot what the trivia question was. I had to answer it. Like he he sent me a message and I responded. But um the radio station was giving away free tickets to a Jason Kidd celebrity uh basketball camp. So that was in, when I was living in Korea. So I also got to uh meet Jason Kidd who went on to have like a Hall of Fame career. He actually played with the Phoenix Suns for a little bit. Uh, got his autograph. He was real nice, but uh, we have this one picture of him, and he's look. He has the meanest look on his face because my dad was like this. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. And then he would take the picture real fast. Hey, Jason. <laughs> uh, that was my story. I met a bunch of famous basketball players. I want everybody to know, all the listeners, is that Trent's dad is exactly like how he's described. <laughs> we love Ted. We love Ted. <laughs> His name is Ted Vector. Look him up. <laughs> hey, Rob. Rob, take my picture. 
I'm gonna jump in these pillows, bro. That's a that's a very inside joke. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the story just since we're talking about your dad really fast. I'll make it fast. So at the time, I was going to an IKEA in uh, Tempe, Arizona, with my then girlfriend. I don't know why we were going there. We probably were just killing time, meatballs. or whatever. Maybe it was for the meatballs, <laughs> and just coincidentally, uh, Vactor with his uh, dad and his mom also showed up and all of a sudden Vactor's dad was my best friend <laughs> that he's day he he's decided yeah he is a chameleon and he he would he was cracking jokes rob look at me look what i'm doing <laughs> and at one point he jumped into what was it it was a it was a box like of a, pillows yeah it was like a container like they were selling pillows so yeah like you know how they have container. them in like the big cardboard boxes like the oh, giant yeah. cardboard boxes just full of pillows to the top he jumped in it and was like rob take my picture <laughs> take my picture <laughs> oh, out of great. nowhere when ted is hanging with the boys he's the life of the party at you one time mean? while we're talking about uh trent's dad <laughs> Well, i think it was it was either when it, uh, the ipad was coming out or no it was an iphone one of the new iPhones, I don't remember which iteration it was, but there was a long line at this mall in Chandler, Arizona that uh, Trent's dad was standing in. And we went to the mall and we met him there. <laughs> we well, cut the line. We weren't getting phones for ourselves, or at least I wasn't. But we cut the line and stood next to him and he was pretending like he didn't know us or me. And so I, gra- <laughs> I put my arm around his, uh, his shoulders pulled him real close and turned to everybody and said, Hey, everybody, <laughs> I know this guy. <laughs> this is Ted and I know him. You should have seen the look on his face. He wasn't anticipating that. Uh, Trent probably got a scolding after that. Oh, I was man. laughing so hard. <laughs> you don't mess with me. <laughs> Pretend like you don't know me. Uh, Jeff, who is the most famous person you've been in a room with? Now, let me ask you this: Do concerts count before you go? Like, are we doing that? Like, are you, uh, you in know? a you're in a room with them? Let's ask Vactor yeah. because he's the one who wrote this question. Uh, do we have to have had interactions with this individual, or right. just been been within their presence? Well, for this, for the purposes of this, we'll say in the presence, so in the same room. Okay. All right, Jeff, hit us with it. Who's the Ooh. most famous person? And don't say Chameleonaire or Alicia Keys. <laughs> See, I think now, I thought Vector would go Alicia Keys. Well, you know, I have also true. been that, in a room but... twice with Alicia Keys. Yeah. And let me tell a quick story before Uh-oh, here we go. All right. Uh-oh. We'll make ours quick, but go ahead. And I've no, told I this story many times, and I told it to my wife. She knows and she approves of it. So I was walking up the stairs to meet Alicia Keys. Now, we were in the Phoenix Suns arena. I was walking up the stairs to meet her, and I had this whole script planned out because I knew. Now, also, this was note, your big chance. You should know yeah. that Alicia Keys is my number one most beautiful woman in the world. Till I met my wife, Alicia Keys mm. was the most like that is a one a one credit, Jeff. That is the yeah. best you're ever gonna do as far as a woman. <laughs> so. I had planned out for a month what I was going to say. I had written it out, meticulously planned it. All I could think of when I was walking up these stairs to meet her, like she was looking down at me at the top of these stairs. I was like, walking <laughs> up the stairs. I said, don't trip. That's all I could say, don't trip. So I was walking, walking, like, don't trip, don't trip, don't trip. I didn't trip. 
But when I got to the top of the stairs, I completely forgot my entire thing that I memorized. And the only thing I could say was, how are you doing? That's all I said. Mm. And then she was like, good. I'm doing good, Mr. Man. And I was like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke so, came out of his ears. He stiffened up. It was uh, one of the best Not like core that. memories of my <laughs> life. <laughs> well, that too. But um, let's just say when she turned around, it was like I had 3D glasses on because her backside hit me out of nowhere, Jeff. Because she, Jeez. you know, there's there's J Lo's of the world, there's the Beyonces of the world that are known for their derriere. Alicia Keys is not necessarily one of those. So when when she turned around with a look in her eyes so devilish, she turned around. And she, <laughs> she she wow. had the the dump truck, as Rob would say, the badonka dunk. It was no, the amazing. dookie cutter. It hit me in the face. Oh, Rob man. calls it the dookie factory. I don't know why, but that's what he calls <laughs> it. Because that's what it is. <laughs> All right. So, oh, Jeff, continue your story. God. All right. Whose butt did you see, Jeff? <laughs> oh, man. See, the thing is, I can't top back right now. I'm trying to think. And also, I'm trying to think of like, so if we're just going to include any events we've been to as well, which I will. Because, you know, I'm not paying for no VIP, you know, meet and <laughs> greets. It's like old Trent over here. <laughs> Mine would probably have to be, like, who do you think is more famous? Like, like he he, started, like, he met Cisco. <laughs> yeah. Like, it has to be maybe Drake. Because I went to, this was early, an early Drake concert. He was performing the first album still in, like, 2010. I think I sent Vactor the day. Yes. It's, like, oh, May man. 2010. Yeah. Uh, and the venue's small. It's like it's not an arena. Um, so it'd have it to be that. Two years ago. Holy crap. Yeah, forever. Jeff uh, was one year old. Yeah. <laughs> and so it had to be that or Vactor. I also sent you, I guess I missed Rob too. Uh, it was probably maybe Stone Cold or The Undertaker. You know, if we're talking in terms of, I don't know. I don't know who translates to be more famous out of those three. I would say, well, also, probably quick, Drake. Side I note, think. I was in an airport with The Undertaker one time, and he had on the hat, and he was with Paul Bearer, and they were oh. walking, and he was signing autographs, but it wasn't like it was like the WWE is now. This was like early 90s. Yeah. So he wasn't like getting attacked or mobbed or anything, but I was in an airport with The Undertaker. But I would say Drake, um, out of those, I would say worldwide, I would say Drake. Yeah. Yeah, my, my wrestling show, I remember that. <clears throat> my dad took me. We went, and it was in 99, fellas. The towers were wow, still standing. Dude. You were little. Dang. Oh, yeah. You were Nine a Nine years old, baby. Yeah, Eight years were... old. Whatever. Hey, man, I was graduating high school. Dang. Well, or close to. This is Dang. a good lineup, Jeff. You sent me this uh, mm -hmm. This WWE. Early Hardy Boys. Heat. China. Triple H. Was the television show. Yeah. this Rob's is... favorite mankind is in here. The Ooh. Rock. Is oh, yes. Here. Yes. Yes. Dude here. love. Dude love. Uh, There's yeah, no doink a... the clown. No, no don't. Doink. No doink. I'm out. <laughs> but, yeah. The Rock was there. Yeah. You were, yeah. This is it, some. some you know, I, didn't, you know, I didn't even think about. Yeah. The Rock is on this this list. Dude, probably maybe him. Maybe him as well. Hmm. He smelled yeah. what you were cooking. Yeah. It was your your butt. Yeah. Uh, it was Alicia Keys' butt. Ooh. Yeah. When when uh, oh, I've met some celebrities in my. Also, day. Oh, I did drive Ted Vactor to the airport and from the <laughs> airport, so that is oh, also man. you know in terms of famous. 
Watch out. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I've met some famous people, some lower level celebs. You know, I've met like your uh, your Red Rangers, Jason, whatever, before he got uh, <laughs> uh-huh. arrested for tax fraud or whatever it was <laughs> that he just did. No, that brings your level up. That brings the fame level up. <laughs> I've met you. I've met your uh, lady who is just somebody's mom, but she's on Smallville or something. Ooh. what's that lady's name i don't know i met i stood in line <laughs> for with shaw my uh co-host on the geek so to speak podcast to meet somebody from the flash i think oh uh, yeah i know who you're oh, talking man. about it was it's an actress on that show and i didn't know who this person was because i didn't i don't know who this person yeah. is uh but yo panabaker yeah danielle Manaman. <laughs> uh because when it was at Phoenix Comic Con, which is what it was called at the time, and you buy these meet and greet tickets, and it's for like up to four people, so you can just bring whoever you want. And so I just decided to tag along, and I was just like, I don't know who this person is. Somebody's mom. I'm taking a picture <laughs> with. Uh, I've met your Bruce Campbells. Oh yeah. He said, "How are you doing, young man?" And that was the extent of our conversation. Uh, I've met your Christopher Lloyds from Back to the Future, but uh, I've been within the presence of several bands. But the the most famous person I think that I've met and had a conversation with, oh, uh, your Retin Links. I've met your Retin Links, yeah. uh, who my wife told Link, we named our son after you, <laughs> and then Rhett said, "What are you going to name your next son after me?" And my wife looked at him and said, "Sorry, Rhett." <laughs> that was that was that <laughs> but my my number one was a mr alfred yankovic <laughs> that's right i've met weird al yankovic How many times? um so far once by the end of Only this once. year okay by the end of this year though jeff it'll be three mm. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes 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 but i'll get to that in a sec so it was uh the uh, ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised tour that he did in 2018. Uh, bought tickets and I bought that. I, I sprung for the meet and greets, Jeff. I know you say you're not spending that money, but I sprung. I was my hero. I respect it. Like, uh, like uh, imagine if um, Chris Cross, you got a chance to meet Chris Cross, one of your heroes. Uh, yes. Your heroes. <laughs> my uh, jeans were on backwards. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I got to meet Weird Al and I approached Weird Al. He's sitting at a table and I said, Hi, Weird Al. And he said, hi. (laughs) And then, you know, we took a picture and then I gave him a little toy to sign and he signed his name on it and he handed it to me and I said, thanks, Weird Al. (laughs) And then I said, bye, Weird Al. (laughs) And then I left. And that was the conversation I had (laughs) with Weird Al. Yeah, I think Al would be reasonable on the prices, though. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that bad. I think his meet and greet was um, three hundred. I think. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's for two. I think. Yeah. To go. I don't remember. Or maybe it was each. I don't remember, but it was. It was. I'm sure it's just like a bunch of other stuff. So you got one thing signed. You got a little poster, a lanyard, another signed copy of the set list, and a Mm -hmm. picture. I might have said picture twice. That's not um, bad. Oh, and premium seats. So like first three rows. Yeah. Now, see, I wanted to go see Rage Against the Machine when they came out here to Phoenix. And a single ticket to that show is twice that 
those they were charging six hundred dollars for that. I was like, hell no. no. See, <laughs> Al, Al, he's just an everyman, you know. Yep. He's just like, Good listen, guy. I gotta pay the but these my band needs to eat. <laughs> so let's do a tour get some food in their tummies <laughs> i'm good but we'll get some food in their tummies and I've, i'm seeing weird al twice once on september 11th never forget yeah and then the following saturday the 19th uh one in arizona in chandler and then back here in my home turf in temecula Ooh. and i oh, bought I the meet and greet for both because be because i just burn money like like uh danny devito in uh it's always sunny, whatever that chip is. Yeah. So that's what I do, everybody. Nice. So that's that's me. That's the most famous person I've been in a room with while playing video games or thinking about playing video games. What about you, listeners? Who have you been? Oh, and I want to tell you, uh, when Weird Al turned around, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, he's not known for his butt. <laughs> but he, I saw it, it in 3D. <laughs> and it was pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? There's uh, two shows based on comic books by my favorite writer of all time, Brian K. Vaughn, that have an episode titled Weird Al is Dead. That's Paper Girls and Why the Last Man. Okay, mm. you've seen both of those episodes. Is there any mention of Weird Al in those episodes aside from the title? Yes. Oh, spoil it. In Paper Girls, the one of the girls' uh, pets is a hamster and his name is weird al so <laughs> what happens is these girls from the 80s get transported into 2019 and so the girl goes weird al's dead meaning the hamster from <laughs> the 80s hamster. is dead <laughs> oh, all right man. that's good that's good all right moving on it's time to talk all the latest and greatest video game news because if there's one thing everybody knows everybody knows jeff w is always DTF down to talk the fun news. So, Vactor, take it away. Satiate, 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 satiate Jeff W's uh, urges, his primal urges, and give him the news. Now, if Jeff W was a professional wrestler, DTF would be his finishing move. <laughs> Form the DTF on you. Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we can just keep talking about it. You know what I mean? We can just keep talking about it. Oh, it Let's go. Matter, you know what I mean? So we are all fans of Annapurna Games. We've talked about them many times on this show. They had their own little uh, conference, boys, the Annapurna Interactive Showcase. Yeah. And we saw a bunch of new games from... A bunch of uh, creators that we like um, already they had already announced hindsight and thirsty suitors mm -hmm. uh, but there were some new games um, that we wanted to spotlight and the one that I took an eye to boys was now there's not a lot that we know about this one but new cardboard computer game <laughs> cardboard computer is the name of the game and the Kentucky Route Zero guys worked on this. Um, mm -hmm. There was no major details announced. Um, and the, the uh, trailer for it is kind of ominous. But It's just, just three dudes sitting around looking, <laughs> looking like hipsters, looking like Gen Zers. Alone, cardboard computer. And Kentucky Route Zero uh, was a good game. This game, just the little snippets that they showed, this one is the one that I'm most 
excited for. But as we all always talk about, any Annapurna game, I'm going to play it. Doesn't matter, you know, what it is. I'm going to at least give it its 15 minutes, boys. Yes, yes, yes. This one, uh, where is it? I'm trying to find it. Um, Bounty Star, The Morose Tale of Graveyard Clem. This one yes. looks uh, fairly interesting to me. It's like a mech shooter, like a third person uh, over the shoulder mech shooter, but it's set in the, like, it looks like it's in the Old West. Ooh. Like steampunky mechs. And I'm into it. It's a mech farmer with farming and base building coming to PlayStation 4, uh, PlayStation 5, all the things. And is, Steam for our Steam decks. Yeah. This is by <clears throat> Dino God. Yeah, that looks cool. I, I really like how Annapurna just plucks these developers out of nowhere. They're like, mm-hmm. they, the, they only publish the really rad, unique stuff. It reminds right. me of like HBO for television. Like when, when Jeff and I see a TV show, and it says HBO, we're like, okay, we're going to watch it. Like, doesn't matter what it is. They have that creative eye for talent, um, whether it's, a, you know, an original or something that they kind of brought over. But that's the same thing with Annapurna. When I see that name, I immediately say, all right, there, there's going to be something interesting about this, no matter what. And then they have this other one, uh, The Lost Wild, which is a dinosaur survival game. I'm into this. Ooh, Let yes. me give me my survival game where yeah. I'm a dinosaur. Yeah. That sounds pretty yeah, that, good. I would say that's probably high up on my list too. Uh, Rob, the one you mentioned that like Western bounty star mm-hmm. uh, looking game too. I thought also the thirsty suitors um, vectors, the first one in the article that you sent mm-hmm. uh, just looks kind of wild. Like what the hell is this game? You know? Uh, <laughs> so I am, I am interested just to, just to see what comes of that. Um, but yeah, I think the dinosaur talent. game, it's a survival game. I'm kind of interested to see, you know, what comes of that for sure. Yeah. Boys, I'm telling you, we're going to talk about Stray on this episode, but also Neon White. You got to check oh. that out. You still got to play that. Dang, I keep forgetting about that. Let me put that on the old list, on the old wish list right now. Yeah, that'll go up. So sure. that was... Um, everything from the Annapurna Interactive Showcase is in our show notes if you want to check that out. Um, a little interesting story. Now, there's some mobile gaming news. We like to talk cloud gaming. We like to talk mobile games on here sometimes, boys. So the, the title of this article from The Verge is Subscriptions Have Made Gaming on an iPhone Fun Again. What do you think about that, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Um, I mean, were they ever fun I mean, I guess it had its era, right? Like, I played well, Peggle and stuff, you know, a couple games <laughs> here and there back the, in the day on the phone, you know? The thing the about one, like the threes. one where it's a person jumping and you just have to tilt your phone. Yeah, Flappy <laughs> Bird. Yeah. yeah. The thing about subscriptions is like with Netflix, you know, you, you're thinking about, okay, I'm paying one price. I'm getting access to all mm-hmm. these games. Same thing with Game Pass. But don't doesn't Apple do that right now? Yeah, Apple's Arcade which I think is actually a really good deal. Um, we don't actually think, talk about I think a lot of their it. stuff. Yeah, right. we we have it, uh, Jeff. I don't know if you ever play any of the games on there. Nope. But nope. <laughs> anytime one of those Apple Arcade logos pop up, I know, okay, this game is going to be quality versus whatever else is in the App Store. It could be anything. If it has the Apple Arcade kind of seal of approval, I know there's going to be a certain level of quality it's not just going to be 
the bottom of the barrel type of game. So $5 a month um, for Apple Arcade, I think is worth it. Um, Jeff and I are in an Apple family and we get Aww. Apple music, Apple, uh, what is it? Cloud space. Storage. Yeah. yeah all, the stuff. all that stuff. Um, so it's, it works out. It's a pretty good deal. Um, and the Apple Arcade, I think is just like with the game pass, if you're paying one price and you're getting access to all these games, it's like a all-you-can-eat buffet. So I thought that was kind of interesting, the subscription model versus either just like the free-to-play games that we're seeing with Fortnite and stuff like that, or just as we've always known, a la carte. You pay right. for the game, and then you get it. Um, so the subscription model is an interesting one. And Netflix is even, as I've talked about on previous levels of this uh, podcast, the Netflix stuff that they're doing where – you're getting games already as part of your Netflix subscription is interesting to me. So that's something that I want to keep my eye on is these subscriptions. Ooh, <laughs> uh, Rob sent me this story. What? The first official PlayStation friendly iPhone controller is a backbone one. All right. And oh, Rob has yeah. a backbone. I sure do. As a matter of fact, I do. Um, does that does that have a name or is it just like the backbone? Just the backbone. Okay. Oh. So that was the original um, controller tied to an iPhone. Like you, you put the iPhone in between the two joysticks and then it's like a switch basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this one has... Or a Steam Deck, some would yes. say. Oh, like yeah. Steam That's Deck. true. That's true. This one has PlayStation specific buttons. So the square, triangle, circle, X... Um, they need to do one like this for the Xbox. They could make it like an Xbox controller. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have yeah something like this already. But this is like the official PlayStation. This is not like a third-party yeah. thing. It's like the, this is the official $100 PlayStation. I'm very much considering this because there's a lot of times where I want to play a game and I, I don't want to do the digital touchpad and I don't want to go get my Xbox controller and pair it up with Bluetooth. So with something like the backbone, that might be exactly what I'm looking for, boys. Yeah, it's not bad. I've I've used it on occasion um, streaming the Xbox or the PlayStation to my phone, and I haven't really noticed any sort of input lag or anything like that. Like, it works fairly well, but it's not something I use terribly often because if I'm going to play my games, I'm usually just in front of my monitors playing my games um i've used it on the road before you know before i got a steam deck and before i did the the nvidia cloud service uh when i'd be on vacation and play some mobile games and it was fine it works pretty seamlessly and it um when you get the backbone for your phone it it installs a backbone app so essentially there's a little orange button you might see on the images and that pulls up like a game store for games that are compatible and then points you in the right direction for those mm. games if it's going to be iOS or something else. Um, so it works fairly well. It does its job. It, it, it works as advertised. So I like it, but I don't really use it as much as I really, as much as I thought I was going to use it at the time. Maybe I'll just mail you mine. Hey, you can play with that. It, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing I find with a lot of these. Like, I'm like, these are cool, but I'm like, I wonder, you know, just use case for me, like how much, like where I'm playing games, especially. 
Yeah. The Steam Deck now, I'm, I'm just, you know, I don't, I don't, you know. Need yeah, it's it. definitely more for like traveling and right. you, you have the access to, like I said, the Apple Arcade games, um, even Game Pass with the xCloud. You can play like a lot of game, uh, X, a Xbox Game Pass games, um, as well as Stadia, if you got a Stadia account. Um, but that's interesting that it has the, the thing that stood out to me was that it had the PlayStation branding on it. Um, and you can do like the PlayStation remote play app and uh, play your PS4 and PS5 games on your phone. So that's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, maybe if Microsoft comes up with something similar. Maybe. Maybe. They're always copying PlayStation. Everybody knows it. And I got two more mobile stories for you, boys. I know you. Oh, thank God. I know you guys oh, are man. huge into mobile games. You know what I love even more than a mobile game? One what? that's in a social media app. Yes. And that's that is game. Snapchat, which is Jeff's most used app on his phone. When I went into Jeff's phone, and I checked the actual. <laughs> and you went uh, snooping around while he was in the bathroom. When I checked mm. the the while what playing is it? video games. Yeah, mm. while playing video. Games. <laughs> I checked the screen time, and it said Jeff W plays Snap. He opens Snapchat more than any other app. So yeah. they're getting an AR game, which is perfect. You know, for Snapchat, fits right in. Even with the AR goggles, wait, they have. There's no dick in this game. This does <laughs> not fit in with Snapchat. Perfectly. Delete. Come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, but this AR game is a spooky found phone mystery. So it's like you're finding the phone of someone else. It's called Ghost Phone. Um, I'm interested to see. You know, AR games are perfect for the phone, obviously, with the camera, and um, we haven't seen too much as far as ar in terms of what was it pokemon go that was real big yes pokemon um, go was out there and then i figured out you have to leave the house deleted it <laughs> but there was answer. harry potter one found yeah. out you had to yeah. leave the house deleted it <laughs> there's not like a huge ar gaming thing out there besides um those ones like there's not as you for for as much as i talk about ar um it's not the next level I think of gaming. So this is what snap is trying to do, trying to get in on this. Um, but you can check that out if you're so inclined. I know Jeff has already downloaded it and played it a thousand hours. Now Jeff's actual favorite app is TikTok, And I know Jeff knows that they've quietly added over half a dozen mini games into the app. Where are these i was looking through <laughs> my phone like five minutes ago i'm like where like where do you play games on this bullshit app so like, i don't even see it when you post a tiktok see that's the problem jeff you just i don't look post, at TikToks. i just lurk when you post a tiktok you know come on guys fellas you know i just right, look at tiktok come right on. below tag people right right below that <laughs> you can add a link if you click on that that's where all the games are that's where all the mini games are I'm not playing any of these. <laughs> and they are um, a lot of HTML5, um, and it looks like a lot of AR stuff too. But yeah. if you're into that type of stuff, um, I think you might want to check out TikTok. But it's kind of just a weird integration. Um, I'm not thinking about gaming when I'm on Snapchat or TikTok. So No, that's the last thing I think of. I don't think Unless that's... it's a gaming video coming up, and then it's the first thing I think of. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Um, but 
like I said, I like to keep track of cloud stuff and mobile stuff and see what what the kids are doing these days. So those are some things that are coming to the mobile apps. Um, this is an interesting stat that I saw, boys. U.S. gamers are spending a lot less on video games now than they did in 2021. So the overall amount spent on video games uh, this year was so far 1.78 billion Woo. now that is down from last year's 12.35 billion what it's fallen <laughs> by 1.78 billion oh it has fallen by 1.7 yeah not 90 percent oh, yeah God. i was gonna say whoa <laughs> i really took a dive yeah uh down 13 percent year over year and I was going to say, us alone have spent way too much on video games <laughs> every year. My number. That's true. Up. It's bullshit. That's but, true. Um, I don't have my phone on me, but I'm keeping a, a running tally of every video game I've played this year. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, just mainly for my own curiosity and to make the, uh, the GTOYs at the end of the year easier. And I was looking at it uh, just the other day, and it was, I think, 26 or 27. Oh, snap. new game since the beginning of the year so uh i think you can not blame that 1.78 billion on us <laughs> yeah sony and microsoft have reported uh declines as the pandemic growth slowed everybody they said was home playing games now they're out and about not playing games that money went to airbnb oh yeah Airbnb. also maybe a lot of people are in game pass uh, that that might right. have something to do with it. We're also in a uh, recession, supposedly, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah, Sony is blaming it on a lack of big PlayStation titles. Compared that could to also be it, Sony. <laughs> and what do you got? Nothing. They say that just overall time spent gaming is down in general. Um, so Microsoft is reporting this. Nintendo's reporting a, a slump. Um, well, Nintendo doesn't have any games, <laughs> so no surprise there. Well, they do have some Mario Kart DLC, baby. Ooh-wee. I'll talk about that in the lightning round. Um, but yeah, so video games overall, spending is down, boys. But I think, like Rob said, that's a number of factors, not just one specific thing. Yeah. Okay. What's this new thing? I'm going to... Uh, let me say the title of this next story, and then I'll let you take over. It says, the next Tomb Raider film will feature a new Laura Croft because MGM lost the rights to Tomb Raider. Uh, I, don't e- I don't even know who the last Laura Croft was. I know. Was. I was say, who is the last one? Uh, Alicia Vikander. Uh, I only know her hmm. because of Tomb Raider. Um, she's been in um, some other indie films uh, recently. But I knew her, first of all, from was, 2018. Was the last Tomb Raider low budget? No, it was a big budget. Is um, it big budget, boy? I don't remember this movie. Mm-hmm. I was living in Peoria, I believe, at the time. Um, hmm. But it was kind of a, it was kind of got some disappointing reviews. So I actually never went and saw it. But uh, it's, it felt like a more gritty Tomb Raider than obviously the, the Angelina Jolie one. Yeah. Uh, but it was also kind of on the heels of that Assassin's Creed movie. So I had a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth from seeing that in the theater. That uh, masterpiece? But, yeah. So neither of you saw the 2018 Tomb Raider. No, 
Hell. No, I haven't seen a Tomb Raider. I don't even own a gun. <laughs> you know, I now that I think about it, I think I've only ever seen like clips of the Angelina Jolie stuff too. Like, I don't think I ever actually like watched. Yeah, that movies. was probably a little bit before Jeff's time. But I was busy watching the Scorpion King with the Rock. Yeah, oh yeah, man, man <laughs> movies. The master of uh, uh, c- cinematography. <laughs> and, I think I say uh, master of disguise, but yeah. Oh well, yeah. I mean, everybody knows Jeff is not turtly enough for the turtle club. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, who's picked up the rights then? If MGM doesn't have it. Yeah, it looks like uh, because of. COVID and some other things, um, they kind of let the rights expire. They said um, Netflix was talking to them. There hasn't been a a specific one that's picked it up, but there's a lot of people kind of, it's like a they um, they went into a bidding war, basically. And it looks like we're, we're kind of waiting the, the results of it. Um, but they only had one outing with her we thought it was going to be like a trilogy or we thought there was going to be multiple after that 2018 one even though the um the critics reviews were pretty low i still thought oh okay they're they're the audience liked her as tomb raider as laura croft so she's at least going to get you know two or three but they're like nope we're done with her she's out so they're going to reboot it toot it and boot it get a brand new <laughs> Laura Croft in there. But the, the Tomb Raider license is going to continue. This is not the death of Laura Croft, uh, especially since those games have been so good lately. Yeah, those have been really good lately. Yeah, yeah, they've been so good lately. Netflix is actually working on a, an animated Tomb Raider. Um, so there's going to be that, but we don't have an official release date on that. And it's going to actually take place after the new trilogy. Um is concluded with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So we'll see. There's some some more tomb tomb raiding to be had. Uh, but I just thought that was interesting that she only got one movie and then she was out. You're out of here, baby. It was, it was a snoozer. Put somebody else in there. Bring Angelina <laughs> Jolie back. Give me my yeah. six-year-old Laura Croft. So that was the, the news. There wasn't a whole lot. Um, but I do have some lightning stuff real quick, boys. Yes, we're ready. So... Xbox already has 1440p support for monitors, and uh, PlayStation, surprise, surprise, just now started testing 1440p support for PS5. So if you're like Rob and you have it on your desk and uh, yes. connected to your monitor, yes, you're gonna have some 1440p support finally Ooh, coming down. Yes, the line. just the right number of P's. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Sony's also getting rid of the accolades on PS5. Now, I don't even know what that is. What are accolades? You might I was know. not aware of this feature at all until I read this story. So, accolades are things that you can give people as kind of like encouragement. Um, and it's supposed to be a less toxic community. That's what, that's what the, the goal was. Um, mm. but it's, it was hidden under mm. all the, that explains why Jeff's never used it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're supposed gonna... to be able to anonymous, <laughs> anonymously reward players for, you know, good game, GG, helpful, welcoming. See, cause okay. what, what I do is I will give somebody a, 
you know, hey, good job, but I'll wait like in Rocket League, I'll wait till they score on themselves and then I'll spam the GG. I'll spam the good job to them. You know what I mean? I'm, I'll say, encouraging my shit. If that yeah. was an accolade, Jeff shit. would be putting it on everybody's profile. A little poop emoji. Put it on everybody's profile. But these are going to be disappearing because Sony says the feature hasn't seen the level of usage we anticipated. It what reminds me of, uh, remember, was it Xbox 360 where you had you had a reputation, like there were rep points? Oh, yeah. That like sounds familiar. Yeah. I remember my rep points went real down. It was Xbox 360. Yeah. They yeah. went way down because of Left 4 Dead. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. And Halo because I, I would recall. be teabagging everybody. <laughs> yeah. And For me, I would... it was Gears. Gears <laughs> that of War, sounds like late right. night trash talking at that. Yeah. That's... Yeah. But but all I a bad rep. Of, when I saw this story, Rob, was... So what? Who cares? So what? Who cares? So what? That's who all cares? I can think of. A little SNL reference for the listeners. <laughs> uh, Jeff will be happy to know that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has a second wave of DLC tracks coming August 4th. As we record this, that's tomorrow, Jeff. Tomorrow? So I mean, that's cool. But We need to get on really that, it. boys, because we play Fall Guys together. We've played Fortnite together. We've never played Mario Kart 8 Shoot. Together. You know what? Maybe maybe we'll make a let's play on that. Yeah. Uh for the YouTube page. I'd have to open up my uh switch <laughs> my switch that's in the box. Still. Blow the dust off oh, and man. let's get some Mario Kart 8 going, boys. I have I three handheld consoles in this house right now, and Rob has not opened his OLED. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's, I'm it's waiting crazy. for Breath of the Wild and it, it still hasn't happened. I have another switch. Mm-hmm. I'll just have to dust it off, get Take it out of mothballs and hook it up. Yeah, let's play it. Uh, Google, a, a game no one, none of us are going to be playing. Uh, there's a <laughs> multiplayer doodle game. You can play a round of Patanki. I don't know how to say what? that. Patanki. Uh, you know why I love Vector? He's he's committed to the news because he's like, hey, this is a game we're not going to play, but here yeah, it is. That's but it's the, still the news. That's the light. That's why I said lightning round because we won't that's play true. it, but somebody will play it. Yes. Uh, those Google doodles are cool, but mm-hmm. you know we're not playing Patanki. Whatever it's called. <laughs> I, want, I want one that like makes music or something. You know, something cool. Mario. Uh, what was that? Mario Music Maker. Put that on Google. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last little bit of news. Uh, Steam now supports those Nintendo Classic controllers for the Switch Online. Jeff, did you ever pick those up? Are those USB? No, I never got one. Uh, I think they're yet. Bluetooth. Oh, they're Bluetooth. Oh. I think. Um, I do not uh, have a confirmation on that, so don't quote me. Mm-hmm. But they're those classic original yeah, NES you, get, you have to have like, you have to be like a what's the Switch Online subscriber, yes, or whatever to get uh-huh. them. Yeah, I've not gotten one of those yet. No, but Switch now supports that, so that's cool. Um, if you like an uncomfortable controller or Steam, you mean Steam? Oh yeah, uh, Steam now supports the Nintendo Online Classic controller. Yeah, let me let me play uh, Elden Ring with Ooh. that NES controller. Yeah, why would you want yeah. to play that? I guess <laughs> maybe like a retro game, but. Yeah, two buttons. And there's no um, analog. I could stick. I could see if you have like like Steam Deck will let you put uh, what's that the emulator something Arc Arch uh, I can't remember but there you can emulate on like this the uh, the Steam Deck you know what I mean? oh, okay so I could see use there yeah that's the oh. news that's the news that's all that's fit to print thank you Vector for scavenging all that news and yes. bringing it to our attention we appreciate it. Now it's time to talk about the games we've been playing this week. And 
Jeff W., before we talk about Stray, we did our initial impression slash review last week. But before we talk about us beating the game and what we really think about it now, I'm dying to hear, and I'm going to tell the the audience, Jeff W. finally got his hands on his Steam Deck Mm. this week. And I'm dying to hear Jeff's official impressions of the Steam Deck. You know, I think when I went over to pick it up at uh, at Vactor's house, and he, he pulls it out of the case, and I was instantly like, this is big. You know, words that Jeff has said on multiple occasions at Vector's house. (laughs) Yes, this is big. Um, Yeah, you know, I I was kind of I was anticipating maybe something smaller, like close to switch size. So when I when I actually had hands on with it, I was like, wow, this thing is like like massive. I guess I'm going to test it in an airplane this coming weekend. So I will see, you know, how this functions in like an enclosed space for me. Um, But uh yeah, I think the screen looks great on that too. I don't, I didn't look up what it is, but I mean, the, I I feel like that screen's better than the regular Switch. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's an OLED screen they have on there or not. Probably not. Probably at least LED though. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been great. Um, I do like the the categories when you are in your Steam library. Uh, you can choose. It gives you the you know the great on deck category Mm -hmm. and all of those games you know fully supported by the switch control or uh the steam deck controls you know uh like have i've had no problems i played a little bit uh, of stray i've played a little bit of like skater xl which is perfect for that that system like um trying to think what else i haven't got a chance but i downloaded a bunch of stuff i'm gonna try abzu on there another annapurna game uh you know, I downloaded the Batman game. Vector uh, mm-hmm. got God of War. I'm gonna try that out. There's some stuff I'm gonna play over the weekend here uh, while I travel and just see how that goes. But yeah, I think the interface is good. I think it makes sense. Uh, and you know, actually, one of the bi- biggest benefits uh, I would say of this console is well, number one, the horsepower that comes with it. But also, I don't know if you guys have noticed. I've noticed this like over the years, and I, I've talked with it about or talked about it with friends, like. When I download those games, mm-hmm. like PlayStation and, and, and Xbox and even Switch, like they don't really max out my bandwidth at home. Like, you know, you can start up a download on all of those consoles in my house and you'll, you'll still be browsing the Internet fine. Mm-hmm. Whereas this thing, much like Steam on my desktop, puts my Internet in a chokehold and takes every, <laughs> takes every bite, every bite that thing is using which basically means i'm downloading like eight gigs in like a minute and a half i feel right like Like it is going super quick i have noticed Um, that i have noticed that yeah and i am loving that like when i'm just browsing through like i can delete and add games so quickly just because of that that sweet sweet steam speed uh that they got going on it is like fucking great uh so (laughs) i i love that about the console um I think, you know, I'm interested to try some other games. I'm going to try, you know, because, like, I, you know, I know Elden Ring can play on there, so I am going to at least throw it on there and just see what's up with that. But um, I also want to see what it does with, like, an older AAA game, right? Like, like Arkham City is fully compatible. The controls all work. And I would say back when that came out, that was a AAA game, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder where it, like, we know it's going to struggle on Elden Ring, right? It just has to because it can't 
There's no. Oh way no! Well, Steam. Uh, they um they worked with them, the developers from Soft, to make sure that it works really well. Nice on Steam Deck. Yeah. So actually, I yeah, I should say I'm I'm speaking early. I have not tried it, but I just assume it's going to you know just from how how great that game looks. But right, that'll be interesting to see. Um, but I I, I uh. I want to see like like what is Arkham City like if that thing should run Arkham City right that I almost, thing should run that game well right yeah I almost downloaded that I ended up getting the only one that I haven't finished out of the Arkham games is mm-hmm. that what was that side one like the, the Arkham or it's was like, it Ar- uh, Arkham Origins yeah no, that was or the Arkham VR for it's the like PlayStation Blackgate. it's like no. Blackgate like it's like this the, the yeah smaller I beat game. the VR one that was actually yeah. fun um, yeah. but the Blackgate one is the only one I haven't beat yeah and uh. So yeah, I mean, I really liked it. Like I've, I guess the most thing I've played is the uh, Skater XL game, which you guys, you know, I've talked about plenty of the skateboarding games that are out, and that thing is like, like man, if they put out that skate game, and it's gonna be on this, and like everything's compatible, and I can just log into the like that is gonna be, that's gonna be an addiction, boys. Yeah. That's gonna be a bad. I might, you know, <laughs> you might have to call somebody and, to get help because that's we're gonna have to get another oh. Steam Deck. Oh, you're not going to pry it out of Jeff's hands. It's, yeah, Vactor's going to. I'll give him his half, and then he can. You know. Well, I'm going to need it August 12th because Insomniac today confirmed that Spider-Man Remastered is Steam Deck mm. verified. Next yeah. Comes out August oh, 12th. that's great. Yeah, like, and I just, you know, I haven't. I don't. I haven't even found a need to like do the you know hack and stuff. I was trying to break it open and you know look at the parts inside or whatever, like we were talking about earlier. But um, or you know when we got it, but you know I haven't even found that need. I just. I guess the next thing I would want from it is like, and we've talked about it a little bit of, you know, like how do I get other like non steam games on here? I'm sure there's a way, but I just want to see yeah, you can get the how involved that is, but like you can open the back of this thing and it doesn't void warranty. You can replace the drive. The drive is a, it's, it's a tiny SSD. You can buy off Amazon. You can go get a bigger store. Like you don't even have to buy that higher storage. You could probably, you know, get it cheaper through Amazon if you get lucky. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm really impressed. Uh, I would say the size is like, I was surprised by the size. It's a little bit maybe <laughs> yeah. cumbersome, but that is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is something I will, I'll, I'll, we'll circle back around to that next week. Once I've, once I've had to carry it around a little yeah, bit you know? on the plane. Yeah, for sure. Nice. I'm looking, I'm also going on a trip next week, boys. Um, and I downloaded um, a game I have not finished. Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel's Ooh, Guardians oh, of nice. the Galaxy. That'll be, that'll be good on there. It, and see, that's where like Epic, because I have that on Epic. I don't have that on Steam. So it's like, if I want that game that I own, like I want, like, can I, you know what I mean? How can I get that to come over? Um, yeah. So yeah. And I'll probably try, I'm leaving on the 12th, I think. Mm-hmm. So definitely going to get that Spider-Man and put that on there as well. Yes. That's Gunsta being essential. <laughs> and did you know, Rob... Miles Morales um, is coming in the fall, and it's safe to say, you know, all the Sony games have been Steam ver- Steam Deck verified. God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, now Spider Man. So it's going to be safe to say Miles Morales is going to get verified as well. So that probably Last of Us, I would does, imagine. Do any of us own Horizon on PC? Rob, yes. did you get that? I do. The first Actually, one. Did we yeah, get that? it's in mm-hmm. my Steam library. That? Yeah, it's in okay. our library. I need to, because I was looking at lists to like, you know, because I have like 500 games or something on Steam. It's like an embarrassing number. Um, A ton of games on there. And like me and Vactor share the library too. So we can both play each other's games. So it's like a a crazy amount of games. And that I had seen on like a bunch of lists 
for games that play well on the Steam Deck. Um, so I will probably try that as well. Yeah, maybe I'll try that too. Yeah, I bought the 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 complete edition on Steam not too long ago, and I haven't mm-hmm. done anything with it. Yeah. So yeah, me, I forgot. I forgot I owned that. <laughs> Good on you, Jeff. Yeah. Good on you. Well, you That's know how what? they get your money. When I when I uh, first booted up the Steam Deck and it it loaded up my library of games, I was like, oh yeah, I have all these games that I forgot about that. I bought them and I was going to get to them and I never got around to them. So that I was thinking about that. It's a good like, oh, these are games I didn't get to. I can finally make some time for them because they're on the Steam Deck now. Mm -hmm. And good news for anybody who wants a Steam Deck. uh, Valve put out a statement uh, this week sometimes saying that they are uh, pushing ahead of schedule on Steam Deck manufacturing. And everybody who's pre-ordered theirs will have them before the end of the year. Everybody so. who's anybody's got a Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it makes it easier to get one. Like if you're going to if you decide now that you want one, odds are you'll have one either by the end of the year or at the beginning of 2023. Um which is really good cuz uh I had to wait a little over almost a year and a half. If at least it felt like a year and a half. Maybe it was a little over a year before I got mine. All right, moving on. We reviewed Stray last week. All three of us have played Stray, but as I alluded to at the top of the pod, two of us have beaten it. One of us uh, was, I'm going to just take care of my child instead (laughs) of playing games. And that person was Vactor. Jeff and I both beat Stray this week. So we're going to have just a a quick end of Stray discussion. Uh, This is going to include spoilers. Just in case you're not want, there's not much of a story to stray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if, we're going to talk elements of the game that are in the end game, the later half of the game. So if you do not want that spoiled for you, well then, uh, just you know, skip to the end. No timestamps or anything. Just figure it out. You'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Jeff beats Stray. Now, uh, in last week's review, Jeff, I told you. Oh, and Vactor too. We're going to spoil this for you. So that's your own fault. Yeah. You did this to yourself. <laughs> um, I told you that a little further ahead of where you were at the time of last week, that the game play changes in tone. Yes. Drastically. And I was wondering, I was waiting for that. And I was like, does he mean this light? No, well, that's part of it. But so you get, all of a sudden you get a a means to attack these enemies. Yes. Right. So I don't want to call it a shooter necessarily, even though it has shooter mechanics, Uh but you have uh, limited resources in these light to eat these little one-eyed willies that want to come out and get you. (laughs) Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're put into, I don't want to call it a survival horror situation, but the, the tone of the game goes in a really weird direction when you're in the sewers uh mm. especially with uh the walls that are just giant eyeballs yeah yeah looking at you the entire weird. time yes yes uh that was very unsettling to me <laughs> uh which you will see i've looked at the playback of uh the let's plays that are going to be up on the youtube page uh which i'll talk about at the end of the pod uh where I walked into that first room with all the eyeballs and I hit the look on my face <laughs> and I was like, what is happening in this game? Um, 
And then from there, it switches into like stealth Metal Gear Solid, Solid Snake in in the box. Yeah, yeah, hiding in the box. Uh, Stealth game. You know um, what the what the eyes remind me of? You guys have seen those like they're almost like meme images now, like the holes like this. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like gives you chills. It looks like holes in like a. Yeah, there's there's a a phobia of that that people are really like exploiting or trying to get. It's like like little flowers with the holes or like it'll be like a picture of somebody's hand, but there's a bunch of little holes in it or something like that. My wife has that phobia. Yeah, trip trip tryptophobia or something yeah, like that. Maybe is what what they call it. Um, yeah, like, I think there. That's like kind of what the the eyeballs reminded me of when I got there. I was like, this is just kind of weird. Like, you know, and they and they never really explain anything, or I never ran into anything that kind of like went says deeper. why that is. Yeah, or like okay, like is this an alien being? Like, is there something bigger happening here? Um, nope, it's just the it's just the Last <laughs> of Us. Yeah, and <laughs> in the cat yeah, game. Yeah, and you know, um, it was interesting when like I was kind of when I talked to you, you we were like, you know, it had not difficulty had not ramped up at all, and I don't think it did the whole game. So like, if you can play your what you're getting in the first six chapters of that game is pretty much the rest. I think. Yeah, there's a couple things. I think really the only thing I found f- like f- frustrating or just like like what took me time was running around that city and trying to find the guy with like the, the chain and the bomber jacket, which is a vest. Yeah. It's not a bomber jacket. So I was looking for the g- multiple other characters. They actually put in a real bomber jacket, not a <laughs> vest. So thanks a lot. That was, you know, annoying. I lucked but... out. I found, I, I actually found him pretty fast. I was surprised how fast I found him because I was expecting what you just said. Cause there's so many stupid robots walking yeah, around that city. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and then, yeah. And then when I found who it was, I was like, okay, good. I stumbled into this guy finally. Uh, but you're not wearing what everybody said you're wearing. These are not bomber jackets. But uh, other than that, you know, I didn't really find much annoyance with that game. I mean, I, I was able to kind of, you know, rush through it. I thought there was some of the memories. I do think that uh, it's not, I wouldn't call it unique, that story of, you know, basically back to the little robot you you have, uh, you you come to learn that he a, a human being put his uh, memory or you know put his consciousness into mm-hmm. this machine, like in Captain America. Yeah. Oh yeah. But not where evil. He's, where he's frozen. <laughs> in ice. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and it's it, it, I don't know. It was like an interesting little thing, and I and I do think it's vector. Basically, the end of it, you get through all through the stuff into like the where you know door controls are. You know. And you get through the subway, you power up the subway, get through there, and then um, you end up going in there to the the door control to release the the door that's covering the city, basically. And um, the robot character gives his life. He basically has to kill himself to oh, make dang. the doors work. Yeah, and it, um, it's it's a real obvious. At least to me, it was a very obvious. This is where the story's going. Yeah. Once it happened, the first one, and then you're just like, oh, you're dying. <laughs> like, and you go to the next one, and then he's like hurt more and more. Oh, so dang. you see what's happening. Um, but I mean, I thought, like, you know, overall, like, yeah, I, I, it felt a little predictable there at the end, but uh, I thought it was like a overall a little uplifting story, kind of. You know, it was interesting to see, you know, robot. Uh, robot manity or whatever you would call that. Uh, Romanity. Romanity uh, is now free. 
seemingly. Uh, and how the, naive world. robots all are because yeah. they will all just put their faith in some cat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In this cat. Break me out of jail, cat. Yeah, okay. this cat this cat can steal gear. It can steal out of stores. It uh knocks paint over. It does all types of yeah. asshole things in this game and uh no one no one killed it. No robot killed it. Not once. Yeah. Um there was a part in the the later part of the game where you have to steal a costume you have to steal like a worker's outfit because that's where all the worker the workers get their outfits are these little costume stores yeah uh i had to you go into one store and steal like an orange reflective vest and you go into another store and steal a hat and you have to do like little like oh i'm gonna trick you and i'm gonna steal this Uh, i'm gonna break into this building and do this that took me forever yeah that 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 would that's why i would say that and the bomber guy were the that that combination of time just took the longest, you know, and it, and it is like, well, I don't know, near the end of the game. It's like probably a couple chapters out. Yeah. And then a, a lot of the stealth stuff at the end, not this isn't bad because you're just a cat. And what are they? They didn't set the expectations higher than this. But think of like, um, think like an Arkham. What is it? I forget which Arkham game it was, but there's like a, a, a portion of the game where there's a giant scarecrow. It might be the first one. And he's looking at you and he has like uh, lights coming out of his eyes. Yeah, and you you're have kind to, of platforming. You have to platform go and to not him. let yeah, him see you. That's the first one, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yes. um, yeah there's a lot of that at the end of this game. That yeah. type of gameplay where there are robot sentinels and you're just <laughs> and I was dodging running them. through the lights at one point. I was like, <laughs> Jeff just, didn't I'm care. going. Yeah. <laughs> Um, doing that. And I think, I don't think the game was particularly difficult. I think I maybe only died twice once. Cause I got yeah. gunned by one of those turrets. Cause I just wanted to see what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And once making like a left or a left turn when I should have made a right or a wrong turn when there's like little temple run sections where yeah. you just have to run and not let people get you. And I, where I just made a wrong turn. Oh yeah. Or like I missed, uh, I think I died when I like shine that UV light. Which factor you figure out UV light is the thing that kills them. So when you open the ceiling, it kills all that stuff. But oh, okay. um, when I had that and then like one accidentally grabbed onto me, but I'm like running and I didn't notice it and then it kills me before. So that happened to me like once. Um, yeah. I didn't die. But my favorite characters were the the, the little robot, the robots that wanted the cameras off of them. And once they get off factor, it's like these three, like it looked like British teenagers and you look like you're in like attack the block, you know, this like little like, almost like project housing looking little area mm-hmm. and they're all they got their stereo there and they're just bummed out but they're like cool hip robots and then <laughs> you take the cameras down and then finally you do what they want and you come back and he's he's breaking you know he's dancing and doing all that you know uh oh dang. those are my favorite characters oh yeah those guys are pretty cool <laughs> uh my only major disappointment is at the end it's sort of at the very end the last task you're you're uh set with while you're killing your robot friend is you're hacking quote unquote into some mainframes um mm-hmm. by scratching the wires and then you do the first one so there's three mainframes that you have to to break so your little robot friend can hack into them the first one you break all of a sudden all the alarms go off in this building red lights everywhere 
And even yeah. you'll in, in the video, which won't premiere for a while on the YouTube page, but I'm like, oh shit, like they're gonna the <laughs> turrets are gonna come, they're gonna try to get me while I'm doing this. All of a sudden, it's not just gonna go to, to three computers that are 10 feet away from each other <laughs> and do this three times yeah. in a row. It's gonna be like hide and not get shot while I do this. <laughs> but that's not what happened. It was, oh, just go to these three turrets or these three computers that are all 10 feet away from each other and just do this three times in a row. Uh, (laughs) And you beat the game. And so I was a little disappointed in that because they implied that it was going to be a lot harder based on the cutscene that happened. (laughs) Um, But outside of that, I mean, it was a cute game. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. It was a good little time waster uh, for a week. Um, It felt like... DLC um to a larger game like the the overall runtime was what like five hours I beat it in six I don't know what Jeff's uh runtime was um yeah I felt like I'll look it up real quick while that feels like you know the Spider-Man the DLC that five hours for me okay yeah that heart of the city or whatever was the Mm -hmm. the four levels for Black Cat that's kind of what Stray feels like um just from my experience so far um so not necessarily like a full game release but just kind of you know a couple levels a couple dlc like a half of a game yeah and there was more things to do like in the sewer level there's like extra areas you can explore robots who lost their keys and stuff like that yeah um i didn't do any i i really didn't do any of the side quest stuff i was just sort of powering through from beginning to end to see i might go back to it uh i might not We'll see, but I for what it was, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's for solid. sure, for sure. And you could say that about the Sandbox Gamers podcast. For what it was, you enjoyed it. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, everybody. Uh, hit subscribe, hit like, do all the things. You know how social media works when it comes to podcasts, and leave us a nice five star review. Why don't you? Because that's really going to help us out. Uh, even though this is the end of the podcast, that doesn't mean you have our permission to turn off the podcast. Because I have things I need to tell you first and foremost. Did you know the Sandbox Gamers is part of the Geek So To Speak podcast network? Well, now you do. Uh, there are two big shows on the Geek So To Speak podcast network right now. One is Sandbox Gamers. You're listening to it. Your weekly source for all things video game news. But we also have the comic book Kaiju, which is our comic book podcast hosted by Vactor and his round table of guests. Uh, I was on a recent episode of Comic Book Kaiju where we talked about all of Marvel's Phase 5 and 6 announcements. And that's ready for your ears in the feed. What was the most recent episode about? The most recent episode, we actually just recorded it last night. And we talked about the illusion of change in mainstream comics. So you get the first and the second act of somebody's story, but you'll never get that third act. Um, They just kind of fool you into thinking you're going to get it. But Peter Parker stays 30 years old for 60 years. That makes a lot of sense. So check that out. Comic Book Kaiju. Also, we have Treknological, which is our Star Trek podcast hosted by Vector and Shaf. That's currently on hiatus because Shaf is uh, finishing up a move to the Pacific Northwest. So hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe that'll be coming back pretty soon. That'll be actually this month. We're going to be coming back at the end of this month. Oh, nice. There you go. Uh, the Geek So To Speak podcast, which is our flagship podcast, uh, is on a uh, indefinite hiatus for right now. Um, no plans to bring that back, at least uh, immediately. But we are toying around with ideas on what to do with that. But there are 200 back episodes just in case you want to hear dated geek news. Or more importantly, 
our thoughts and reviews on the last five years of geek entertainment yeah so check that out and then this is the important one check out the sandbox gamers on youtube we've got let's plays up on the youtube right now the most recent one was me vector jeff uh all being bad or good depending on your uh perspective at fall guys on the youtube page so check that out um my let's plays of stray are going up on there we got jeff and vector playing uh bioshock on there going through the bioshock games we got <laughs> we got a power watch simulator back for blood and tons of other game videos on there too and that's all available ready for your eyeballs and earballs so check out the sandbox gamers on youtube if you want to follow us on social media well why don't you you can find us at sandbox gamer pod on twitter you can find us on instagram at the sandbox gamers or just check out the link tree in the show notes and you'll find all the links. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. I've told you that already, but I'm going to tell you again because GG, everybody. GG.